Welcome into 49ers Access. My name is Sterling Bennett, and this, this is the most important podcast you will ever hear in your entire life, because this Niners fan base can seemingly not let go of Jimmy Garoppolo, and to do that, we finally have to vanquish the demon that is Jimmy Garoppolo by rediscussing and diving into and analyzing and examining is Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy the same player? Dun dun dun. And before we do that, I want to let you know you can use our promo code 49ers Access, 49 ERS ACC ESS at SeatGeek. Dot com save yourself $20 off your first purchase and yes don't mind me if you're watching on YouTube I'm wearing a Boston Red Sox hat but with a bunch of San Francisco Giants things behind me in my room and I'm also wearing a dog dad of the year shirt Father's Day is on Sunday what's the best way to celebrate the dads out there get them some Niners gear you can also use our link at Fanatics either on the screen above or in the description below, support the show and get your father, whoever you celebrate on Father's Day, get them some Niners gear. Okay, without further ado, are Brock Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo the same quarterback? And I don't understand why this fan base cannot just let Jimmy Garoppolo go. Yes, he played here. Yes, it was a very successful time in San Francisco 49ers history. Multiple playoff runs, a Super Bowl appearance, a lot to be thankful for and to be happy about, but he's gone, guys. He's gone. Let him go. Uh, I know many fans wanted him gone, and many fans said, thank you for your time here. We appreciate you. It's time to go. And others said, please stay. Um, But I do think that we have reached the point of you can wave like a princess, like, goodbye, Jimmy. Thank you for everything. Um, And kind of move on with our lives. I'm so tired of discussing Jimmy Garoppolo. Unless you're talking about last year or the year before that. Or, you know, whatever. But Jimmy Garoppolo does not play on this team. But this conversation has kind of re-entered the atmosphere of is Brock Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo the same player? And on the instant reaction, the answer is... Yes, they're very similar players. You want to know why? Because the way they play, their play style, the offense in which they played in last year is very similar. There is a reason why the conversation when Brock Purdy took over was, wow, he's having so much success. Well, it's because the transition wasn't as drastic for the team, for the quarterbacks. When you go from Jimmy Garoppolo to Trey Lance, different play style. When you go from Jimmy G to Brock Purdy... It's very similar play styles. That's why the team really didn't miss a beat and in fact got better. But there was so much more. And look, if Brock Purdy is just Jimmy Garoppolo, is that really the worst thing in the world? No. But I do understand the fan base saying, we want more. I think Brock Purdy is more. And I will explain in today's show. So, I think a lot of what has gotten people kind of riled up recently has been, you know, you have two quarterbacks, Jimmy G and Brock Purdy, that have, you know, come in 
had a really you know instant success on the field, then had a you know massive injury, whether it's a torn ACL for Jimmy or the you know the basically the UCL reconstruction for Brock Purdy. Um, that's kind of where this comes from. Of okay, now we are reliant or kind of crowning this player who has a hot streak for you know five to eight games as the next franchise quarterback, but he gets hurt again. And so, what is this player going to be? And the answer is, we don't know. We had no idea what he what Garoppolo was going to be post twenty eighteen. We have no idea what Purdy's going to be this year, and you know so on and so forth. We have no idea, but all we have is what we can work with, and that's what they put on the field in 2017 and 2018. Now, one of the knocks I have seen on Purdy when it comes to the whole conversation that's kind of equal to Jimmy Garoppolo is he's just throwing to wide-open receivers. That's all Jimmy did. He didn't lead anybody open. Okay, like, are we going to knock a quarterback for... Shanahan scheming up an amazing play. Like, if I'm playing in the NFL, are we going to blame the quarterback when the offensive line is bad? No. Are you going to blame, you know, the linebackers when the safety blows coverage? No. Are you going to, you know, say, well, I don't know, guys. Tom Brady had Bill Belichick for so long. No. Now, maybe that's a bad example because of where they're at now, but you get my point. Why would we, you know, discredit someone else's success because somebody else did their job too? Like, that makes no sense. Um, and that's why it's called the team sport, folks. That's why it's a head coach, an offensive coordinator, a quarterback, an O-line, a receiver, tight end, running back, everything else involved in this thing. Like, it's a team sport. And so when the team has success, yes, you can point to... He had a good game. He had a good game. This player didn't have a great game, but okay, you moved on and you can get a better game out of him hopefully the next time. Whereas Brock Purdy didn't really have a bad game. And I think had Brock Purdy come in and struggled and, or, or, or you know had five good games but played against the Dallas Cowboys and against the Seahawks twice and wasn't very good, we'd be having a different conversation. But even then... We'd be having a different conversation had Brock Purdy never gotten hurt. And you can play the what-if game all you want. Hindsight's 2020, but it's not like this fan base, the NFL as a whole, really. Like, they were picking Brock Purdy, a Brock Purdy-led team offense, to beat arguably the best defense in football in the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. Like, had Javon Hargrave himself, who is now in San Francisco, said, once Brock Purdy got hurt, that entire game changed. Like, the Eagles know. Now, the outcome could be exactly the same. Could be a loss on San Francisco's half. But let me ask you this. And again, it's a hypothetical. Had Brock Purdy won or been a part of a winning team in that game against the Eagles, and the Niners had the exact same outcome that the Eagles did have in the Super Bowl. A tough, hard-fought loss against the Chiefs. What would you say? Would you say, oh my goodness, he's not the guy? No, you'd be doing what the Eagles are doing with Jalen Hurts saying, we are expecting him to get better. And I think that should be the takeaway from, you know, they're the same player. Like, San Francisco expected 
Jimmy Garoppolo to get better post-2017. That didn't happen. He got hurt. Okay. Brock Purdy is expected to still get better post-injury this season. Like, the expectation is, hey, you had a really good year last year. You are supposed to get better. And I think that a lot of people are just capping him at where he is now. Like, people were saying what he was last year is the ceiling. That's not how this works. Yes, could it be? Sure. A lot of players do not progress. A lot of players sometimes have sophomore slumps. Look at Mac Jones. He was pretty good his rookie season. Had many fans questioning, you know, if, if, if he was in San Francisco, oh my goodness. If he was in Minnesota, oh my goodness. If he was XYZ, oh my goodness. Look at him last year. Now, context matters. Of course it does. But Mac Jones did not look like a franchise quarterback last year. He just didn't. Now, the expectation is Brock Purdy, hey, you looked like a franchise quarterback in year one when your eight, nine games you played pre-injury. The expectation is you are going to get better when you return from injury. That's Kyle Shanahan's thought process. That's Brian Greasy's thought process. That's Brock Purdy's thought process. Of course, you have to work your way through the injury. Who is he going to be? We don't know. But it's not like you're tied to him for a record contract like you were Jimmy Garoppolo. And I think, to me, that's a big difference. Where, yes, there are so many similarities in statistics. There was a chart on Twitter you know, this past week and a half. You know, look at how similar these guys are. That's great. It's stats. Sometimes stats matter. Sometimes stats can prove many things. I'm someone who would point to stats and say, usually statistics can be, you know, the reason or, or proof behind an opinion or a fact. Yes, but stats do not always give you full context, especially when the stats are just five statistics of an entire player that really, there's like 57 statistics that go into this stuff. And you can have the advance, you can have this the normal comp percentage and, and yards thrown and touchdowns thrown, and there's advanced stuff like CPOE, which we'll dive into in a second. Like, I do get the comparisons of a quarterback that has success in the intermediate, you know, passing game that is a little, you know, a, a little mobile that Kyle Shanahan likes and can work with and has won in San Francisco. I don't think that it's coincidence that quarterbacks like Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy have had the most success with Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco. I think... The offense is tailored to more of that play, the over-the-middle quick stuff, you know, timing routes, you know, over-the-middle slants and ins and outs and whatever whatever you want to call them. Um, it makes sense, but there's so many differences in the situations that Garoppolo was in 2017, that even Garoppolo was now or last year, and where Purdy found himself in 2022. And so the first thing is, Many fans are angry or have been upset at Garoppolo because comes in five games, bing, bang, boom, beats Jacksonville, beats the Rams, I believe, um, wins five games, gets paid big money, gets hurt, never progresses. Okay, fans are you know mad about that. The difference is Purdy's on a rookie deal. They have no ties to him. Yes, they can think what they want. If he doesn't progress, guess what? 
if the injury just is there and it stinks and he never gets better and can never get back on the field, guess what? They can cut him for almost nothing. He becomes a non-factor at the quarterback room and San Francisco finds themselves saying, please, Trey Lance, please save us. Oh my goodness, please. Or please, Sam Darnold. I hope that's not the case, but please, Sam Darnold. Oh my goodness, please. And they find themselves in a similar situation they would have found themselves in had Garoppolo not signed that massive contract. The difference is, you couldn't cut Jimmy in 2018 or 2019. You can cut Brock Purdy tomorrow and your team be almost exactly the same where it is right now. Having a hurt quarterback, in this case, if they cut Brock Purdy, they won't. But if they did, a non-quarterback or two guys fighting for quarterback number one in training camp. Like, the situations are very, very different. Very different. And I do think that when it comes to, you know, Brock Purdy, play style might be the same. Stats might show similarities. But let's not forget, Jimmy Garoppolo was like an eight-year veteran last year. Brock Purdy was a rookie. And look, it's not a knock on Jimmy. Jimmy Garoppolo was having the best year of his career last year. Brock Purdy was having a better season than a career year from Jimmy Garoppolo, which many executives, many coaches would say is a top 15 quarterback in the NFL minus the health issues. What does that make Brock Purdy? <laughs> like, what does that make him? People want to cap and say his ceiling is what it was last year. If his ceiling is... Like, look, I know fans have this thought of Jimmy Garoppolo, oh my goodness, the Super Bowl loss and the injuries. It's not like Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't one quarter away. And if Brock Purdy is the best version of Jimmy Garoppolo, why is that a bad thing? The best version of Jimmy Garoppolo likely gets you a Super Bowl victory. And I'm not saying I want to settle for that. Or at least, you know, I don't want to see what Trey Lance can be. Because if there's more, if there's Mahomes, of course you want that. Of course you want an elite quarterback. But let's not forget that Jimmy Garoppolo was essentially one missed throw away from immortality. Let's not forget that. If Brock Purdy, who is supposed to be, or at least has shown to be, the better version of Jimmy Garoppolo, the, the best version of a career year from Jimmy Garoppolo. If he's that, how does that not get the job done? Like, how does not, like, how, like, how is that like, oh my goodness, we have Jimmy Garoppolo 2.0, I'm mad. Well, if Jimmy Garoppolo is like one play away and Brock Purdy is shown to be better than his best seasons, that's a good thing. <laughs> like, that puts you in a position to succeed over and over and over again. That's a lot of wins and potentially winning the big one. Like, I know fans have a bitterness towards Garoppolo. But that doesn't mean the bitterness towards Garoppolo, your PTSD towards Jimmy G, shouldn't carry over to Brock Purdy. Because Brock Purdy, in a very small sample size, and I get it, small sample size, A games, and a catastrophic injury later... What is it going to be? But what he's shown he potentially could be 
is the best version of Jimmy Garoppolo. And I think when you dive into, you know, Brock Purdy's success, we know once Chris McCaffrey got here, Garoppolo and the offense took off. And once Purdy came in, it it's no coincidence here, the offense got better under Brock Purdy. Whether it was the more willingness to throw the ball deep, the confidence, the mobility, the unknown for the defense to watch. Who the, who the heck is Brock Purdy? I have no idea. And look, as someone who sat back and watched him beat the Dolphins, as someone who sat back and, and, and watched him, you know, rattle off two, three wins in a row, my first reaction was, give it time, the defenses are going to catch up to him. It never happened. Never happened. You cannot count the Eagles game. You just can't. Like, Brock Purdy was torching defenses. He was. He went toe-to-toe, toe-to-toe, with, at the time, if not the number one, the number two offense in football with the Dolphins. They had Tyreek Hill and Tua pre-concussions and Jalen Waddle. Like, he went toe-to-toe with Tom Brady in a bad Bucks defense, or a bad Bucks team, I'll say, and annihilated them. He went against the top 10 defense in Washington. And I get it, there's context, there's, you know, Rivera's bad coaching and all this stuff. That was a close game at halftime. Boom, explosion late. He went into Seattle and won a football game to clinch the division. He then put up, and it's funny, many folks are pointing to, well, look at Seattle. They were having a linebacker drop back in coverage and was covering Brock Purdy's slants. He put up 40-plus points against Seattle in the playoffs. Like, Josh Johnson could have gotten snaps in that game. That's how bad it was. Like, people forget because they just think of, oh, you know, Brock Purdy lost the last game of the season, and, and, and Jimmy Garoppolo did the exact same thing. They're similar, but not the same. And I understand this fear of, you know, well, what about Trey Lance? What about Trey Lance? What about Trey Lance? If Trey Lance, like, is something, he'll show it. And if the fear is that Brock Purdy's success in Kyle Shanahan crowning Brock Purdy too soon or being maybe too committed to him too soon is going to, you know, maybe blind him to what Trey Lance can be. If you're winning games, if you're winning playoff games, if you're winning a Super Bowl, who cares about Trey Lance? And look, I hate saying that, but that's true in any position. Whether you're in radio or TV or you're a garbage man, if someone comes along and does your job better than you, or you have your young yet potential in this nice startup, but you don't reach it or something's getting in the way, but someone comes in and swoops in and takes your job, it happens all the time. Like, there isn't much opportunity. You have to snatch it while you can, and Brock Purdy did so. Trey Lance has not done so for a variety of reasons. We've discussed many of them on the show plenty of times. Like, injuries suck, they happen. Trey Lance has about a month and a half to prove he can be something. Or at least, you know, what seems like a month and a half in training camp and preseason to prove, hey, Kyle Shanahan, um, don't commit completely to Brock Purdy. Because I have something to show. But that's up to Trey Lance to show that stuff. That's, like, Kyle Shanahan does not have to wait for Trey Lance to show him 
anything if he believes Brock Purdy is the guy. That's how coaching works. That's how you know being a head coach and offensive coordinator in the NFL works. Like, there's a reason why he's like like Kyle Shanahan could have easily come into this year and said quarterback competition Brock Purdy against Trey Lance once Purdy gets healthy. Now I know Purdy's injury complicates things about when you can have that competition, but Trey Lance is currently having a quarterback competition with Sam Darnold, not Brock Purdy. That tells me everything I need to know. Where Kyle Shanahan doesn't even know if Trey Lance is the second or third best quarterback on his team right now. And people are expecting Kyle Shanahan to wait and hope to see what that person will be. Now look, I want Trey Lance to succeed. I think he can succeed. But it is not up to Kyle Shanahan to sit back and say, well, I have to give him a chance. No, he doesn't. If Kyle Shanahan completely believes Brock Purdy is the guy, and I think he's shown us through eight games pre-injury, he can be the guy. Then that's Kyle Shanahan's pick, and that's Kyle Shanahan's choice. Now, a lot of people do not trust Kyle Shanahan. They said, you traded up for Beathard, you brought in Brian Hoyer to be a holdover. He was awful. You traded for and ultimately extended Jimmy Garoppolo for a, you know, a at the time, a record-breaking deal. You traded up for Trey Lance. You didn't sign Tom Brady. You didn't trade for Aaron Rodgers. You didn't trade for Matthew Stafford. You cannot be trusted with quarterbacks. And to a certain extent, okay, like I, I can sit back and believe that. Like, Beathard was a bad pick. Um, Hoyer was brought in to be a holdover and was really bad. And, and Beathard played over him for a while. Nick Mullins, you know. But Jimmy Garoppolo, I get, wasn't the guy, but he was pretty good for a while. I, I think many teams would have been okay with Jimmy Garoppolo as the quarterback on their team. The Vikings would be. The Raiders would have been. The Saints would have been. Um, many other teams over the time from 2017 to now would have said, yeah, you would take five years of Jimmy Garoppolo and be okay with that. Okay, whatever. You didn't get Tom Brady. So did 31 other teams not get Tom Brady. He wanted to come here. I get it. Context matters. You can also say Bill Belichick fumbled the bag and lost Tom Brady. That to me is even worse than not signing him. You didn't trade for Matthew Stafford. The Rams go on and won a freaking Super Bowl. I get it. That sucks. He tried. McVay swooped. Just like Sean McVay swooped in and stole Matthew Stafford, Brock Purdy swooped in and stole Trey Lance's job. That's life, guys. Like, that's life. But diving back into why Brock Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo are the same but different, are they the same players? The answer is no. The answer truly is no. Because look, Prior to Brock Purdy's first career start post-Dolphins game in Week 14, San Francisco had played 12 games. They averaged 1.5 plays, so one and a half plays of 30-plus yards over those first 12 games when Trey Lance and Jimmy G started. In the five games, five games, that Brock Purdy played to close the regular season. Those plays of 30 plus yards 
almost doubled to 2.8 per game from 1.5 with Lance and Garoppolo to 2.8 with Brock Purdy. Now, five of those plays, five of the 14 plays that were 30 plus yards were rushing attempts. So we can't just say, oh, that's Purdy, all those plays, but we can point to and say, look, maybe Brock Purdy's willingness to throw down the field, maybe his play does get credit for opening up the running game. Maybe his play-action success opened up the running game. Like, we can't ignore that, you know, you know, Brock Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo are the same, but when they're not, go, oh, whatever, whatever. Like, no, you have to look at it and say, okay, like, there's real success here that Brock Purdy had that Jimmy Garoppolo in a career year wasn't even having. And it's no mistake that San Francisco became more efficient, more explosive, and scored more points with Brock Purdy at quarterback. 33.6 points a game with Brock Purdy at quarterback. And that's not having the privilege of playing the Rams twice. He went into Seattle, won a game on the road. He beat a Bucks defense that at the time was ranked number 10. I get they were hurt. Vita Vey got hurt. Guess what? So did Debo Samuel. Like, I'm not picking a side here. I'm not picking Purdy or Garoppolo or Lance or Darnold. These are just facts. To to quote Kendrick Perkins, I, I stated the facts. I, I stated the facts. These are the facts. Brock Purdy was more efficient, more explosive, and scored more points as the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers compared to Jimmy Garoppolo in 2022. And look, I think one of the biggest separators in all of this, and in the offseason, there was the CO2 test that came in. The, the, the cognitive test results showed Brock Purdy, I believe, tested the second highest or the number one in his draft class. Many fans said, wow, he's a really smart kid. That's why he succeeded. And you've seen over time that a lot of, you know, elite quarterbacks, really good quarterbacks, they tested well on the CO2. I believe it's its name. But what was one thing that really frustrated Kyle Shanahan with Jimmy G in 2017? Came over pre-trade deadline and took him like he wasn't supposed to play. Jimmy G was not supposed to play at all, just like Brock Purdy, but for very different reasons. Brock Purdy wasn't supposed to play because you had Trey Lance, you had Jimmy G, you're quarterback number three. You are just there in case of emergency. The rumor, rumor, I will say, in 2017 was that Kyle Shanahan was displeased with how Jimmy Garoppolo was learning the system. He does not have that problem with Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy learned the system in the snap of a finger, of course, he's young, there's learning curves left and right. There's new defenses. There's new blitzes. There's new things and new and new plays being thrown at you every single day in practice, every single game you play in. But Kyle Shanahan didn't sit there and say, Brock Purdy's not smart enough. He kind of said that with Jimmy Garoppolo. And that was a constant frustration of his. And let's look. Has Jimmy Garoppolo post-ACL, like, 
One of the biggest things with Jimmy G was he wasn't mobile enough post ACL injury, and it's true. He had you know he had the big the the big uh, brace on his knee, and it was a constant joke of like, are you wearing the brace today? You're not wearing the brace today. How do you feel? And it did hamper his mobility. Like Jimmy Garoppolo 2017 was a mobile esque type, not super, but kind of mobile quarterback. He was able to evade pressure escape the pocket, and extend plays with his legs. Brock Purdy was high-stepping fools this year. He was pissing off defenses because he was high-stepping on them while he ran for first downs. Like, it's not like post-injury, Brock Purdy's going to lose his mobility. Of course, the bigger question is, how is your arm going to be? But every single, in a very small sample size here, Every single quarterback that has gotten the surgery, the internal brace that Brock Purdy has, has come back exactly the same. You cannot say that for ACLs. ACLs, are, knees are so tricky. I had a, a partially torn meniscus, not an ACL. I get that. Ain't the same thing. Some days, my knee feels much better. Feels the best it ever has post-surgery. Some days, I go, hey... My knee hurts. I also almost had Tommy John surgery. Didn't have it, but almost had it. Rehab, therapy for my elbow. My elbow feels a billion times better. Like, Brock Purdy's throwing motion, like, the the NFL throwing motion does not put stress on your arm if your mechanics are correct. Brock Purdy's mechanics have never been a question mark like Trey Lance, who had arm fatigue. Like, Brock Purdy's elbow, bicep, shoulder should not be an issue post-surgery. Of course, we'll see what happens, but he's going to be just as noble. And if his arm, which expects to be the same, like, Brock Purdy's going to come back, at least when it comes to physically-wise, the same quarterback. And I would assume if that's the case... He's going to come back and produce similar results to when he got hurt in Philadelphia. But look, what is one of the biggest things everyone points to of, oh my god, Brock Purdy was so much better in this area over Jimmy G, or reverse it, oh, Jimmy Garoppolo can't do this. That was the deep ball. That was throwing deep, hitting targets downfield, being more explosive. I've told you over and over and over again in this show alone, Brock Purdy was more explosive as the quarterback of this Niners team. How? I'm going to tell you right now. So, Jimmy Garoppolo. He <laughs> Brock Purdy threw the ball down the field at a higher and more successful rate. Brock Purdy threw the football down the field at a more successful rate, nearly 6% higher success rate when it comes to CPOE, that is completion percentage over expected. Garoppolo over the intermediate, 3%. Brock Purdy over the intermediate, 9.5. Throwing it deep, Jimmy Garoppolo, minus 9.2. Brock Purdy, minus 9.38. And the minuses are only there to, to show that, and look, most quarterbacks are in the minus. 
it's very hard to successfully complete a deep ball in the NFL. It really is. It's really hard, despite what Twitter GMs and Twitter players want to tell you. Like, Brock Purdy was more successful over the intermediate and deep. Like, I don't, I don't understand this conversation entirely because we're having this talk of, you know, Jimmy G and Brock Purdy are the same player. Yes, in play style. Yes, maybe in how they carry themselves. But, and you can even say in how the team embraced them, but not how the head coach embraced them. Kyle Shanahan loves Brock Purdy. I don't think he ever loved Jimmy Garoppolo. He may have liked him, but there were a lot of frustrations there with him. Those don't seem to exist with Brock Purdy. Like, this team trotted Brock Purdy out on the first day of OTAs, not minicamp, OTAs, to, to, to talk to the media to remind them, hey, this guy is our starting quarterback. So it's not a problem with Kyle Shanahan. Um, with the players, like, this team openly admits Brock Purdy is this team's starting quarterback, but goes, you never know with Lance and Darnold, we'll see. Really excited for them too, but Brock Purdy and the other guys, that's how they discuss the quarterback room. And when it comes to play on the field, Brock Purdy had better statistics, barely, in many areas, but Brock Purdy also showed the willingness and proved to have a higher success rate in the areas in which Jimmy Garoppolo had his deficiencies. Yes, you can say Christian McCaffrey was there, and Brandon Ayuk was there, and Debo Samuel was there. Brock Purdy played better with the same weapons against arguably better talent than Jimmy Garoppolo this past season. Like, the conversations of he's throwing to wide-open receivers, that's that's a good thing. <laughs> that's a really good thing. Yes, he made some rookie mistakes. He's a rookie. He was the last pick in the NFL draft. Jimmy Garoppolo was like an eight-year veteran. If an eight-year veteran is playing worse worse than a Mr. Irrelevant pick and the conversation is they're the same player you are just eliminating the entire conversation of wow this kid can actually improve like that that's part of life as a person and part of playing any sport being in any field if I told you tomorrow hey go to the 95-7 the game studios and run the board, produce a show, host a show. You're not going to be good your first day. But day two, week number two, month number two, month number six, one year, you will see improvements in how you speak and how you, you know, make your rundowns and how you bring them back from breaks. Like, there are so many things that you will improve upon. You don't think Brock Purdy is going to be able to read defenses better? You don't think after an after an entire offseason of not having to, you know, implement the playbook in his mind, in the system in his mind, he's not going to be able to be better processor than he was last year? You don't think, hopefully, when he's healthy enough to throw the football again, that he'll be the exact... Like, like, if Brock Purdy is the exact same physically, and he's able to process better, that's a better quarterback. Like, that's, that's, that's the better quarterback right there. Like, 
that's that eliminates dumb interceptions, which, yes, Brock Purdy had many drop picks last year. That's also a big knock on him, is Jimmy G had a bunch of drop picks and so did Brock Purdy. Yeah, once you get the NFL... You know, under your belt for a full year, the system you're playing in for you know, uh, you know, under your belt for a full year, and you throw to Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle and Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel for a second season, and you can see with Kyle Shanahan and grow as a quarterback come year two, you should be better. Peyton Manning threw like 30 interceptions, 20 picks in his first year as a quarterback. Now he's a Hall of Famer, like, and he's the first overall pick. Like, why are we eliminating the potential for growth on the 232nd pick in the draft? Like, we don't do that for Brandon Ayuk or Debo Samuel or George Kittle. We're not doing that right now for Drake Jackson, but why for Brock Purdy? Like, we didn't, like, we aren't doing that for Trey Lance. Like, everyone's talking about give Trey Lance a chance. And, and look, this is not anti Trey Lance by any means, but. People are so people are so ready to condemn Brock Purdy for being anything like Jimmy Garoppolo. But Jimmy Garoppolo has been 10 times more successful than Trey Lance. I don't understand that. Yes, I know it's what could be. But the reality is is that we saw what Brock Purdy can be with the hope he can get better. We have never seen what Trey Lance can be. We don't even know what he is right now. And so this conversation of, you know, I'm not ready to write off Trey Lance. People saying Brock Purdy's the guy is not writing off Trey Lance. People saying that Brock Purdy can get better and be a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo, who was ultra successful in San Francisco. And if, again, if Brock Purdy is the best version of Jimmy Garoppolo and many people thought around the league... He's a top 12 quarterback. Like, 2019, Jimmy almost had 4,000 passing yards. <laughs> like, don't forget that. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo, for all the hate he gets, for all the limitations to his game he gets, Brock Purdy, if he's the best version of that player, simply last year, why couldn't he be better than Jimmy Garoppolo this year? Like, not just better than Jimmy G overall, Better than the best version of Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, why are we so quick to write him off when it comes to that stuff? Because he was throwing to wide open receivers, and the stats are similar. Who cares? He'll grow as a player, or it should grow. He may not grow, but he should grow. The expectation is growth. When you're 15 years old, and you're 18 years old, there should be growth. Physically, mentally, and, and your choices should get better. When you're 18 to 25, I, I'm 26 years old. Who I was at 15 is not who I am now. The choices I made at 18 are not the choices I would make now. And I'm assuming once I hit 30 and 36 and 70 years old, hopefully I make it that far, my choices will be a lot different now. And I can look back and say, wow, I grew as a person. Brock Purdy in year two should grow as a player. Trey Lance should grow as a player. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo should have grown as a player. And even last year, when we saw some growth from him as a player, when he had arguably the most perfect system and team around him, Brock Purdy was still better than that. Like, we need to stop, you know, 
just eliminating any chance of growth from Brock Purdy. He is not a finished player. He is not, you know, cemented as this is who you are going to be forever as a player. No, this is who you are now with years to grow in the NFL. I don't I don't like this conversation. I think it's dumb. I think it's pointless. Now, does that mean Brock Purdy is going to lead this team to a Super Bowl? No. He could stink. And we go, man, he was never the same after the injury. That's a possibility. Anything is possible. Hashtag Kevin Garnett. <laughs> like, anything could happen. Right? But Trey Lance could also be awesome and open the door for, you know, an, an amazing decade-long run here in San Francisco. The difference is, is that I'm not ripping away the possibility of any of that to happen. If Brock Purdy's healthy, I'm telling you right now, if Brock Purdy's healthy come week one, or a little bit prior to, and is ready to go, Kyle Shanahan is probably going to pick him as a quarterback. Simply because he has shown the most of any quarterback on this team. He owes Trey Lance absolutely nothing. Nothing. And I get it. You want to see Trey Lance. You don't, you're not sold on Brock Purdy because you've seen this before. You have not seen this before. You have not seen what Brock Purdy has done before. Jimmy Garoppolo, third round pick, traded for a second round pick. The highest paid quarterback of all time at signing in 2018. Brock Purdy, last pick in the last round of the NFL draft, comes in, outperforms a 7-8 to eight year veteran, and leads his team to the NFC Championship game while scoring nearly 34 points a game. Well, the defense was playing great. The defense wasn't really good in 2019. Like, you put Brock Purdy's performance this past year on that 2019 team, I think they win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I really do. You put 2019 Jimmy on this team, there's a limit to it. There really is. Like, the limit does not exist <laughs> Like with Brock Purdy when it comes to what he can be simply because he has shown he can already be better than nearly 10-year veteran quarterbacks in the NFL. Again, he could suck next year. He could freaking suck. And we go, oh my goodness, what a disaster. And Trey Lance could rise up like a freaking, you know, freaking Batman coming out of the, the freaking you know, Gotham city lights being like, I am the knight, I am Trey Lance. And we're like, oh my God, it's Trey Lance. But the reality is we don't... We, we, we have no idea. We have no idea. But stop writing off Brock Purdy because you want to see Trey Lance play. That's stupid. That's stupid. I get it. There's potential in Trey Lance. There's production in Brock Purdy. That's the difference. Like, stop. And just because you want to see Trey Lance play doesn't mean that that means that Brock Purdy can't play or is in your worst nightmare, Jimmy Garoppolo 2.0. He's not. He's not. He's not. Brock Purdy is not Jimmy Garoppolo 2.0. And Trey Lance, we'll see. It's only June. <laughs> it's not even It's not even July. We're not even at training camp yet. We're not even 
at preseason yet. We don't even have the next Brock Purdy update. He's still throwing three times a week, and Trey Lance is working out at the facility still. There's so much time. <laughs> like, let things play out. And let's stop bringing up Jimmy Garoppolo. He doesn't play here anymore. He's gone. He's gone. He is gone. <laughs> like, let's move on. Niners did. Shanahan did. Brock Purdy did. Trey Lance did. Sam Darnold's the third-string quarterback, apparently, here now. Brandon Allen's getting hype out of nowhere. Like, there are four quarterbacks on this team not named Jimmy Garoppolo to discuss. Let's do that. Let's evaluate them fairly. Fairly. And to do so, you have to forget the past sometimes. I know he hurt you. I know Jimmy Garoppolo hurt you. I get it. I'm so sorry. Move on. Move on. We can do this together as a fan base. Move on. We're okay. Everything's fine. We have what seems like Trey Lance a potential star in the making if he can actually play and produce. We have Brock Purdy that has actually produced and is shown to be a star when he does play. Let's see these let's see these two kids hopefully battle it out to see who can be the starting quarterback of one of the most prestigious teams in the NFL and to see who gets the right to fight. That was awful. But right to fight for a potential sixth Super Bowl. In June. <laughs> In June, folks. That being said, that's all we have for today's show. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, leave a review. Drop us a follow on our social media at 49ers.access is the Instagram on the screen on YouTube below or down in the description as well. 49ers underscore access is the Twitter. We've been at OTAs. We've been at minicamp. We are likely going to training camp. If you want to see Trey Lance and Sam Darnold, maybe even Brock Purdy, if you want to see all your favorite players and what they're doing at training camp, uh, you're going to want to follow us on those platforms and see videos almost every single day at training camp. You can also use our promo code 49ersaccess, 49ERSACCESS at SeatGeek.com. Save yourself $20 off your first purchase and use our Fanatics link by your father or whoever you celebrate on Father's Day, something nice. Maybe it's a Brock Purdy jersey. Maybe it's a Trey Lance jersey. Heck, maybe he even wants a Sam Darnold jersey. Support the show and buy your father your stepfather, whoever you celebrate on Father's Day, buy them some Niners gear and support the show. In the meantime, again, one final time, subscribe, leave a review, drop us a like on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcast. Tell your friends about the show. We are likely going to be dropping podcasts multiple every single week, barring the crazy news that is Niners Twitter and the Niners offseason outlook as we dive into training camp in a few weeks here as we progress in the offseason. Once again, this has been the 49er Access Podcast. My name is Sterling Bennett. And until next time, stay calm. It's only June, but also stay faithful.